come to that time of the year again when the leaves are falling and birds are flying south and summer is gone. And if you take the time to notice, you can tell that something is stirring, that you can sense a shift, right? From the ancient Celts comes this idea of a thin place, a time or a space where the threshold between this physical world and the spirit world is thin and permeable. The Celts used to say that between heaven and earth is only three steps, but at times like this, it's even closer. And I wonder if in these days you can feel it. On this morning, can you feel it? As good as these things are, you know, All Hallows' Eve is not about candy and costumes. It has deeper roots than that. In the pagan calendar, it's called a cross-quarter day, halfway between the autumnal equinox in September and the winter solstice in December. All Hallows' Eve, or Samhain, was the time when people of the old religion remembered their dead. In Mexico, the Day of the Dead is a combination, a mashup, of the old Aztec custom of remembering their ancestors with the more recent, these folks came from Spain, but the more recent recent Christian observance of All Souls Day. In these days, we quite naturally think of those we have loved and lost. It's in our bones especially at this time of year, to remember those who have died. And it is good that we do so. 
Earlier this week, I got an email from a church member who was remembering the memorial service we had for our dear former religious education director and longtime church member, Sally Lieberman. And she wrote, that service was so moving. I did not know the people next to me. They were Sally's cousins. But by the end, we were hugging and crying together. One of my first experiences of death was when I was in middle school. And my grandfather and two of his friends died in a house fire. Suddenly, they were just gone, it seemed. I remember the funeral that the big Methodist church seemed full that we sang, O God, our help in ages past, and that my cousin John was crying hard and unselfconsciously. In my nuclear family, we tended to keep our feelings hidden. My dad liked to repeat that ridiculous saying, keep a stiff upper lip. But when our pops died, even my father cried. In those days, we let down our guard with one another. But why didn't we do that more often? Which is one of the reasons I love the church, and you people in particular. Because if nothing else, this is a good place to cry, right? which is why we have all those boxes of Kleenex in the pews. This sanctuary is a safe place to cry. But you know, isn't this true? How often when any of us, we're feeling emotional, what do we do? Oftentimes we apologize, we're feeling tears, and we say, I'm sorry, right? Why do we do that? Aren't our tears and our sobs and our quivery lips, aren't they an honest testament to the sorrow that we feel? A gentle honoring of our losses, and especially those whom we have loved and lost. Please don't apologize for that. You don't need to apologize for that. Your tears are a blessing to you and to those who bear witness to them. When you're grieving, you know, you're not supposed to take care of those who are around you. We are there to take care of you. And when you're ready, you can give voice to that loss of yours, but please don't apologize for your feelings. It makes me sad that sometimes when people are suffering, they stay away from church because they think nobody wants to be around me when I'm down, right? If that's true, then there's a church which has betrayed its calling because if nothing else, we are here to hold open a space where you can be in touch with the heights and the depths of life with life's light 
and its shadow. So especially when you're feeling broken or sad or discouraged, please come to church. You will find friends here. And at a time like that, don't you need a community? And we need you. Isn't this sanctuary a thin place where you can sense the presence of those who have died, where you can feel the spirit moving in our midst? This thinness is, in my experience, especially evident at a memorial service or on All Souls Day, but it can happen anytime. I sense it most weeks on an ordinary Sunday as you come and light these candles following the prayer. And I, of course, sense it when we are singing. At a memorial service many years ago, I heard someone say, you know, it's hard to sing and cry at the same time. But you know, when you're not able to sing yourself, it's good to be surrounded by those who are, right? To be held and buoyed by their voices and their breathing and their bodies all around you, with you, all in this boat together. Drifting here with my ship's companions, all we kindred pilgrim souls, making our way by the lights of the heavens in our beautiful blue boat home. Thanks for this world and for these companions and for those who have gone before us and for the blessed connections that we share and for that spirit which makes us one and binds us forever together in spite of time and death and the space between the stars. Amen.